Hey there, welcome to the More Simple Podcast. My name is Mo. I created this podcast as a resource for Blacks, Asians, and those who love them to share stories and processes and build community around important issues. On this show, you get to hear amazing stories from people like you who show us how to get more out of life. The stories featured on this platform are by people whose journey I'm inspired by, and most importantly, people who have been courageous and vulnerable to be open about their life stories. And I hope that in turn, you'll find these stories inspiring. On this episode, you'll be hearing a lot about what season two was like, what season three will be most likely like, what I've been up to these days, how I learned how to ride a bike, and other things that I've been up to. Enjoy the show. Hey, hey, it's your girl. I'm so excited to be back on the show. Like, I mean, I know I haven't been gone, gone, because if you've been following me on Instagram, you've been seeing several Facebook Live episodes that I have been doing. So, um, this is the Merciful Podcast. You probably heard the jingle, so I'm just going to skip on right to the point. First of all, I'd like to acknowledge the fact that I know these are, like, different times than what season two was like, considering the shutting happening to a lot of us. I hope we've been holding on strongly and finding new ways to develop ourselves. And speaking of self-development, guys, I finally, finally learned how to ride a bike. I know, I know, 33 years old and couldn't get my butt on the bike. I had a lot of years, guys, and I am not too ashamed to say that it took me that long to learn how to ride a bike. But good news is that I finally learned how to ride a bike. So thanks to my amazing teachers, Ala Bengbei, who you know on the show already, and T-Dog, my wonderful husband, for helping me get there. So I had a lot of questions on my Facebook and Instagram pages when I posted out that video. Go check out the video, by the way, on my page on how I just shared like a, a less than two-minute video on, on things that I did to kind of help me out. But I'd like to just run about some of the things I couldn't share on there because I had a lot of questions about, hey, how did you learn how to ride a bike? Show me more. Number one, let's talk about the big elephants in the room and emphasis on the elephant. This elephant right here. Yeah. Um, I'd always thought that being a big girl, I couldn't balance on the bike. Like, there's just something, a primordial fear I had about it in that there was no way the physics didn't make sense. Like, how does some, someone this, you know, um, buoyant, like, feel on a bike? Hold on to that fear. So if anybody's listening to me, like, you know, thinking about their body size and, you know, being all self-conscious, it's okay. It's okay. I can talk about that because I had the same fear. Hold on to that fear. Don't let it go because I think that's the amount of fear you need not to do something stupid like, you know, holding the bike with one hand or putting headphones on. And for me, I had a deathly fear of falling. I just didn't want to fall. And I should tell you this, I didn't, I didn't fall at the end of the day. I had missed, I had, I almost fell on, you know, on uh, some occasions, but I never like fell and scraped my, you know, bruised my skin or, you know, things like that. So here's some of the things I would like to encourage you. Number one, hold on to that fear. Like I said, it's okay to be afraid. Like it's okay to feel that like be, be afraid. Six years ago, um, when I wanted to start learning, my husband was like, you know, just let the fear go. You're not going to fall. Like, he didn't acquire the fear until my friend Bing Pei came recently and told me, it's okay to be afraid. So I'm telling you it's okay to be afraid. Now that we've settled that one, number two is getting the right bike. Now, I am 5'3 tall and 5 feet 3 inches tall. So make sure you get a bike that is right for your size. And what I 
from what I've learned and just from my experiences, get a bike that when you're sitting on the bike, your legs, your feet can still touch the floor. That kind of helps fearful people like me to understand that I can always stop the bike. If my head doesn't remember to hold onto the brakes, I can use my feet to like stop the bike from like, you know, flipping forward. So get the right height for you. So go to the bike shop. Um, I recommend Walmart because that's where we ended up going. Initially, we went to uh, Goodwill, but because uh, my husband and I, we love thrift shopping because, hey, woman's trash is another man's um, treasure. So, um, but we didn't find a good one. The brakes weren't quite good on the woman, so it was like 60 bucks. So I asked a friend and she sent me to this bike shop, which was about $1,000 for a bike. And I'm like, that's almost twice my car payment. So I was like, uh-uh, no, I wasn't going to get that because, hey, I'm not trying to compete with the Lance Armstrongs of the world. I just want a bike I can go. So I went back to Walmart and we got one for a little bit over 100 bucks. Now, you don't have to break the bank. You can get a fairly used one and just do whatever you find comfortable with. We just went. So we tested the bike on there and I found out that I could, you know, hold on to the brakes and uh, it turned out to be a bike that was designed by Jimmy Buffett like Margaritaville it had all the bells and whistles and um there was a bus it's a girl bike you know I didn't care much about it I just wanted a bike I could put my feet down now that you've gotten the bike don't forget to get the helmet as well because you need to be you need to practice safety because you don't want to bash your head and then you know able to listen to this podcast anymore god forbid that happens to you so make sure you always wear your helmet now the first thing I learned was how to walk with a bike you know, so you sit on the bike and then you put your leg down and then walk forward. It's just to get you comfortable with the idea of being around the bike, something being in between your legs, if you know what I mean. And I did that for the longest time. And the next thing was also practicing sitting on it, you know, and I, I have trust issues. So I had to hold onto the bike and, you know, and ch- just try to move around with it and try to swerve left and right. And all these things I'm trying to condense in, in this podcast, it took me three weeks to total to learn how to ride a bike. I have watched a lot of YouTube videos where they tell you it's going to take you five minutes. Now, it took this person three weeks. And I'm being open about this just to let you know that I know I'm not like the dumbest tool in the in the shed. But if it can take me that long, it's okay for it to take you as long or even longer. Basically, find out what works for you and don't feel self-conscious if it's taking more than five minutes to like learn how to nail a bike. For me, I just had to get rid of my fear. And so once you learn how to sit down on the bike, then balancing. Now, balancing was, it took me the longest because I just couldn't, you know, um, I couldn't get rid of just that physics. Like the physics wasn't working. I didn't get the equation right. How do you balance on the bike? So I, I, I did that a lot, many, many times. So luckily for me, we live in, a, in an area where we have slopes. So it's always good to go down slopes, but not too sharp of a of a decline because if it's too sharp you might you know injure yourself so get something that is not too sloppy and let that velocity downward velocity move you down so find a place that isn't too hilly or too um flat avoid grass because it's very difficult to, to learn on the grass now if that works for you do that but it didn't work for me i preferred concrete you know and also make sure you test the brakes I cannot, you know, emphasize that too much because you want breaks that work. So when you need to stop the the whatever, you know, you do that. Then, um, yeah, just, just, and just keep writing. And like with other things in life, don't discount everything you learn when you're learning new stuff. Like you build precepts upon precepts. So the first thing I learned was to get comfortable with the bike, and then I added onto that layer how to like, you know, balance. And move with the um, move the bike in the direction that I wanted, and once I learned how to balance, I started pedaling. So you can't discount everything you've learned in the previous weeks. It kind of adds to that, and I still think that 
the way the bicycle is shaped, especially the car seat, the bicycle seat, isn't necessarily friendly to the women's, you know, nether regions. And it's because it's so comf- uncomfortable. I remember the first time I tried it for the next few days, I was very sore underneath. And yeah, but that soreness goes away because just something about bike riding, like the more you get better at it, you discount the, the pain. Like I still ride then I still get like, you know, a little bit of soreness on my whole body. But that uncomfortable thing, especially for the ladies, yes. It's real, like it's it's sore, it's uncomfortable, but you get better at it. And the more you get better at it, the less discomfort you feel, okay? I'll put some YouTube links in the show notes for you to just see the ones that I watched. Now, like I said, for just some of these links, if I tell you it took them five minutes, just, you know, forget about what they're saying about the length it takes them to learn how to ride a bike. Your job is just to get comfortable around the bike. And shoot me questions. I'm more than happy to share about my experience. But I'm so happy right now because there's one more thing I get to do with my spouse. He loves biking. I just didn't think it was something I could do because I was always so self-conscious. And another thing I did to make sure that I was doing it for myself was... So during the day, he would take me to this area. We have the splash pad um, around where we live. And we would like practice. But when he goes to bed, just away from all the noise, at dusk... <laughs> like a creepy serial killer i want to be i get my bike out of the garage and then i just practice that by myself without anybody looking at me and so i i think a lot of what i learned was during those moments it was just solitude it was dark at night no one could see me i didn't i wasn't being too self-conscious basically just find out what works for you and please if anything do not you know be scared and keep practicing don't give up there was a times i i felt so stupid like you know but I saw kids on bikes, you know, learning how to ride or riding their bikes. And my husband, being the clown that he can be sometimes, would be like, look at that boy. He's riding. You can do it. You know, and I felt so stupid, like, you know, this 30-something-year-old woman not knowing how to ride a bike. But once you, you know, acknowledge that and you move past that, don't give up. Never give up. You can do it. If I can do it, you can do it. So bike's done. <music> know that podcasts is going mainstream and that there are many people all over the world listening to podcasts daily for example in the u.s alone one in every three persons listen to at least one podcast every month wow that's a lot of people do you also know that podcast listeners tend to be more loyal affluent and educated speaking of these retro qualities did you also know that on a monthly basis thousands of people all over the world listen to the Mossable podcast? Hmm. Well, do you have a business, service, event, or product you would love loyal, affluent, and educated listeners to hear about? Then look no further. To promote your services on the podcast, send an email to talktomo at mossable.com today. Or you can visit our website at www.mossable.com. That is www.mosibyl.com. Another thing I want to share with you guys is uh, Muradion's story. I got to know about her last year, December, and it was also the same time that I heard about her passing. And I, and in just searching her on Instagram, I found that she had a podcast as well. Well, um, her friends started to revive her podcast, so I highly encourage you guys to go listen to it. It's called Becoming by Design, and I'll put the link also in the show notes. I think one of the things I got from her life was just to be more intentional. And I think I've talked about that a lot on the show and how to be intentional with your friendships and people around you. 
and I think her story is one that you know sets that point you know home and I do hope that you guys will get a lot from it so go support her friends because they revived her podcast and they did a tribute episode you know of um I think about seven or eight of her friends and they talked about her a lot her name was Murado Balogun um, she loved the color purple and elephants and she was um, mortally stabbed on her way from work in December in Lagos and due to a mismanagement by the hospital she was rushed to she bled profusely and died so I pray for um, comfort for those that you know loved her and knew her but you know go support her friends and listen to the, um, the podcast episode the release of her and also subscribe to her podcast as well So one of the feedback I got from um, one of our star listeners, hello Mr. Kenny, was to create a playlist of the songs we've used on the show. So by popular demand, I'm glad to announce that I have two Spotify playlists to showcase the songs that were featured in season one and season two. And I'll be putting those links in the show notes. Music is something that I, you know, live my life by. It's one of my love languages. And I see the power of music in uniting us, you know, today more than ever. So I hope you are able to enjoy the music. And for those that are in countries where Spotify isn't available, please let me know um, other medium I can share the songs on without having to break any copyright laws or anything like that. So um, anyways, enjoy the music playlist. And as, and as usual, expect even more amazing song suggestions coming your way in season three and if you have any song that you think might be useful for me or songs you'd like to recommend because i love music i listen to a broad collection of them i the very few songs i don't like as far as genres um you might just be surprised <laughs> so send them my way all right so um this is season three right gosh i'm so excited like i okay let me just say that I, oh, I'm always going to say this. I couldn't have come this far without you guys. I remember when I started in season one, even before I started, I had so many doubts. I didn't think I was qualified. I still don't think I'm qualified. I still don't think I always say the right things. I still don't think, think I'm all that. But I just thank you for just giving me the confidence to go on because without your messages, letting me know what you got from each episode, I wouldn't have come this far. So I just want to encourage you guys to please keep sending me those comments. They really mean a lot. As you know, we're not quite famous yet. I'm not even really about fame. But just knowing that you're listening, that goes a long way. So please let me know. Don't don't be like, I'm sure she knows. No. If you don't do it, nobody else does. And along that line, other podcasts you listen to as well, make sure you let those podcasters know how much their content means to you. It goes a long way to just keep our wheels churning. Sometimes it can be like a thankless job. So season two was quite bold. I mean, I talked a lot about um, my story. Um, endometriosis miscarriages i brought in people we talked about um divorce we talked about just mental health you know schizophrenia depression anxiety and other psychosis i even brought in a psychiatrist to talk about adhd conduct disorder and oppositional disorder we talked about travels (sighs) oh my gosh we had about 43 episodes just last season alone and you know we brought in people from all over we talked to cancer survivors as well talked about when church goes wrong um i brought in a gynecologist we i was ended up being patient x you know that was episode 11 
where I talked about all my medical history. I brought in my husband's roommate, then Diana. We talked about her life, how she's living with rheumatoid arthritis, and how she was able to get through medical school despite being pregnant at 16 and having a child at 17. I mean, there's so many good episodes right there. And I also talked about the um, immigration stories, yes, which was really good. And Bert and Stephanie, we talked about hysterectomy and how that saved her life. And Kelly's story on surviving trauma and her path to recovery. So what do you expect from season three? Oh my gosh, you have no idea, do you? A lot. Let me just give you a sneak peek. We're still going to be talking about travels because that's really big. And I think it's such a timely episode to talk about because now that we're shutting, I want to give you guys just some potential countries you can visit when we're allowed to be out there again. I cannot wait for someone to tell me, can I have your boarding pass and ticket, please? I'm just still going to hug them and lick their faces. Yes, by then we will have the all clear to do anything we want to do with our face and our fingers. I'm also going to be talking about depression with somebody. Um, I have a guest who... We'll be talking about her story. She was widowed at a very young age. And some of you might know her already, but her story is such such a has such a compelling element to it that I felt so honored when she said yes to being on the show. I sent her an invite like two years ago, guys. She finally replied to me and said, Okay, let's do it. So I was so excited about that. I also brought brought in someone. She's currently navigating a painful divorce and she said, You know what, Mom? Rather than wait until all of this is over. I am going to come on the show. I want to talk about it while I'm in the process. So to have someone just talk to me while they're still trying to navigate the messy divorce, knowing that it's all going to probably go all, you know, badly and all of that. I mean, guys, people, the trust people have in me, I, how do I say that? I mean, that goes a long way and means a lot to me that people can really trust me with that level of, you know, um, confidence to be able to do justice for their stories. And you'll also be hearing about abuse, people that have um, survived and are thriving through sexual abuse as kids, and just the implication it has on adult life. So these are some of the sneak peeks for this episode. I've had, I have amazing guests like spanning you know, several countries. And so if you have suggestions on how to make this season better, please let me know. And I hope to grow through this process as well. I'd like to have uh, more engagement. But thinking of setting up our bi-monthly digest where we send out emails on things that are happening around the podcast community, like episodes and resources that might guide you. So if you want to be on that mailing list, just go onto the website and, you know, subscribe to that because I'm going to be collecting that. We're also thinking of starting a Facebook group where we can have listeners, you know, from all over the world, you know, um, interact and get to know more people. Because I think that would be nicer to kind of have a face to the um, to the civil community so that's really what i have to say um i just also want to encourage people that are listening i know that this is a very difficult time you know with bills and jobs and so many uncertainties in the air i i wish i had the words just make all those worries go away i do have the words and it's really grounded in the bible and that's in matthew 6 like it's you know it's really depending on god and not let worry because worry doesn't add anything to us. It just, you know, it's it's just something that rubs up rubs us of the joy for tomorrow. So I hope that you rely on something bigger than you, a transcendent ethic. I claim that to be Jesus for me. And I cast all of my worries and anxieties on him because we have worries as well. 
and our hours might be different, you know, depending on wherever I might be, but it's still words that, that seem, you know, vague and bigger than our current situation. But if there are other ways I can help, I'm sure. If you need someone to talk to, if there are resources you would like for me to, you know, um, share with you or even point you at, point you towards, please let me know. And I think this is it. So, um, happy birthday, the more simple podcast we just turned to, and we're rolling into season three. And I, I hope and I pray that season three is going to be bigger and bolder and featuring more spunky stories than season two. Hey listeners, this has been another episode of the more simple podcast. What do you think about today's episode? Do you have a question or feedback you'd love to provide? A suggestion for a future guest? We always love to get your feedback, so please do drop us a line via Instagram at Morsible or email us at talktomo at morsible.com. Your suggestion might just end up being featured on a future episode of the podcast. We cannot wait to hear back from you. Do visit our official website at www.mostable.com where you can find our entire back catalog of episodes and amazing guests. Also, if you haven't already, please hop on over to Apple Podcasts and subscribe. Leave us a rating or review as this helps us tremendously in growing this podcast and reaching more amazing listeners like you. We always appreciate your support. Thank you for always listening. Cause I don't they work for studio This is the life I chose You are the one I know I'm loving for my soul